0: Welcome to the Unwackable Podcast, powered by Sirens NYC, where the fuck boys are real and the fuck girls are realer. I'm MJ and I'm Becky J. And, and we're, we're those, those girls. girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This is totally gonna ruin my life, isn't it? I think so. Saka <laughs> <laughs> fet is that because of our location and that just like fall out of your body i don't know that's what i came up with i like it. i fuck with it yeah what's up y'all welcome back to another episode of the Unwifable podcast the podcast where your favorite sisters sit down to candidly discuss the reality of dating in new york city i'm becky j and i'm mj and as always this podcast is powered by sirens nyc baby and you know, we had to switch it up this week. So, you know, we're not coming out of Castile Labs, but we coming out of Sirens Labs, bitch ass. Yes, baby. Started from the basement back to the basement, baby. Right? I wish we could do it here all the time, but then nobody's traveling all the way to Cambria Heights. And also, we, it was the Chainsaw Massacre the last time we tried to do it. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were trying to record two podcasts at once. Yeah. That's double the, guess, double the guests. Double the jerky. Very crazy, very um, crazy. I actually had R.B. pull up on us on this side of town, and he's just <laughs> like, what the fuck? Where the fuck am I? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this just feels like this rare, r- random like paper town. Like He was like, yeah, I could pull up. Um You didn't know what you was getting yourself into. He was just like, "This shit is not real." He was looking, looking around like, "What the fuck?" Like it's low over here, right? I'm like, "Yeah, this is like the fake suburbs." Like I don't know. (laughs) But how has your week been? My week. It has, it's just been a little chill, you know. Okay. You know, I lost my May virginity. Nice. <laughs> a few days to spare. Wait, May virginity. Oh, <laughs> March. Okay. <laughs> I'm already thinking warmer, you know. Oh, you're already planning your your summer bodies? I mean, I know who I want to be my summer body. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. But okay, you um, lost your March virginity. How was yes. that? Um, it was, I don't know how to put it. Like, the head was good, mm-hmm. but the D just wasn't satisfying. It was lackluster? It was lackluster, and, like, it makes me sad because it's it's a quality D. Like, size, girth. So, what, he didn't like, know how to use it? I think, in one, he doesn't know how to use it, and, like, I don't know. Like, it just don't be staying hard, and I'm just, like... What is that like? He's is he nervous or is he just not attracted? Is he gay? I have no clue. I don't know if I had to drag it and say gay. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you dragged it for sure. me. I attracted, cause bitch <laughs> got it going on. No, not not, but not in terms of is he attracted to you? Just like is he attracted to pussy? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. is he into it or is he in his head? Like, you know, like oh my god, like, like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure, like, exactly how it works with male erections and, like, what comes into it. So, (laughs) I really have no idea. I really wish I did, though. Like, I I just want to know what it feels like to have a dick. Just for a little bit, right? Like, I remember in seventh grade, like, we was always asking the boys, like, but where does it go? Like, where does it go when you put your pants on or, like, when you... (laughs) I thought it retracted inside like, No it just is like I I was assuming everyone had a big dick Because I was watching a lot of porn back then mm. So I'm like where y'all like y'all swinging it over Like, okay, like, like we're in 7th it... grade No one's dick swings in 7th grade I don't think <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I, I don't know I haven't seen any The only dick I started seeing was when I was like 17 So I feel like by then the dicks were pretty nice they, Yeah they went through puberty by then yeah yeah but um, that's cool so which guy was this is he one of the um, has the podcast met him before the podcast has heard of him in passing so y'all heard about the first African nigga that made me dinner Mm -hmm. this is the second one that made me dinner Mm. and also you know what what makes up for the lackluster dick why was that Lustrous ass food. So, what did you eat this time? What, what was on the menu all, this time? Hey, first item on the menu was pho. Hey, that shit was delicious. He made it. He made it. Why you ain't bring me none? Oh, we'll get into that okay. later. Okay, I'm listening. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, he made pho. Then he made chicken wings and french fries, like potato wedges, whatever. Okay. That shit was so good. Like, everything was just a headache. Like. That sounds yummy. Oh, my um, gosh. So that made it for the lackluster dick. And also, he just ate the shit out of my pussy, so. Did he make you a big O? Nah, so it was still lackluster. Um, well, Well, at least the food was good, right? Yeah. (laughs) I'm still a virgin, y'all. five. For anyone who's checking the mileage on this, (laughs) Poonanans. What the fuck? No? You didn't like that? I actually do like it. Yeah. My nanners are good. Um, I actually um, had a photo shoot this weekend. And it was really cool because... Mm -hmm. I've been trying to, you know, shoot more often. Especially. You, first of all, you've been doing the damn thing. Really? Yes. Setting up your shoots, getting your pictures popping on the gram. Thank you, Ma. 500 likes, though. Like, Aww, thank you. I really appreciate that. Like, I be having, I be putting OD pressure on myself. So it's really good to hear, like, that feedback. Like, yo, you're doing the damn thing. Cause I'd be like, oh my god, I need to work. I need to put in that work. So, um, thank you for that. But yeah, I definitely had a shoot on Sunday, and it was really dope. You know, we vibed. I love shooting with photographers who is just like a good vibe. We're mm. chatting because it's gonna make me feel comfortable. Make me feel like, you know, I'm about to be. I'm about to be good. Like, how did you guys get in contact? Um, on Instagram. Yeah. So we had followed each other for a little while. And yeah, so we finally like linked up. Um so everything went wild. Now some a little susness happened after the shoot. Susness. Yeah, a little bit of a susness. And mind you, on the shoot, we were talking about, like, how photographers can sometimes be a little creepy um, or, like, take advantage of situations that they're in Mm -hmm. or, like, use photography as a means to get bitches. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Or just any sus situation, like, just because they're the ones who are... In control, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, just un- being unprofessional, mm-hmm. I would say, as well. After the photo shoot, he then um, DM'd me. We were talking, talking about, yeah, I had a great time, everything. And then he was like, yo, I got an idea. I'm like, what's up? Like, what's the idea? <laughs> Wait, he, he you said this is in the DMs now? In the DMs, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he has sent that at midnight, and if anyone knows, I'm a lady. I'm not answering any messages after midnight, Unless we already have plans or it's dick talk. Mm-hmm. And I'm not speaking no dick talk because I'm a virgin. So I my phone is down after midnight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, I got to have, like, you know, standards and shit and boundaries <laughs> and shit. So he messaged me after midnight, mind you. So first, first of all, that was already unprofessional for me because I'm like, okay, this is, uh, is this business talk is obviously not business talk. It's, it's that dick talk. You know he took that dick, took that dick, dope. <laughs> It's after 12 p.m.? 12, yeah. 12 a.m. Yeah, so then um I hit him up the next morning. I'm like, what is it? And he was like, yo, I got it, this idea of this really dope shoot. I'm like, all right, let me hear it. And I'm not talking shit, just in case I actually do do this shoot. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not talking shit. Like, I'm just saying, like, it's a little sus. But this, I, uh, I still think it's a dope idea. Okay, myself. cool. So he was like, Um, I think you should. <laughs> I hate you so he's like we can do a shoot um, where it's kind of like it's kind of like a date but not really like are you gonna be getting your nails done and then I'll take my <laughs> pictures of you getting your nails done stop and then he was like and then we could go like a a, um, a picnic in downtown Brooklyn and you know I'll take pictures of that in my head I'm just like is this just a Date? It is just that a you're date? Ju- just trying to dis- disguise as a photo shoot. Yeah, I don't get why he didn't just ask you on a date. I don't get why he didn't just ask to pay my for my nails to get done. <laughs> I think that would have sufficed. Mm-hmm. To be honest, you he would have won me forever. To be honest, and we could get- <laughs> have, shoot. and like it still could have been a shoot. Too. <laughs> yeah. I don't be like, oh, this this is a real nigga. Real nigga don't play. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. But I just be like, okay, this is obviously, like, a setup. Or, like, some type of play. Some some sort of situation. And I'm like, I don't know if this is exactly professional. But then I was like, you know what? Send me some ideas. Like, send me some pictures. Some mood board. Some, like, inspo pics so I can kind of, like, see what you mean. So... Um, but I do think maybe like in the photo I could do the nails. I don't know about the whole the like, picnic. The picnic, yeah. Yeah, the picnic is he drags it with the picnic because that's mad locations. Like y'all gonna be together the whole day. It's a date. Yeah. And where y'all ending up the night, like Yeah, it's just when not I'm happening. Tired, it's just not happening and he's twenty one. I'm not dating anybody oh, who's he's 21. A baby. So it's just not it's just not gonna work out. But I think um yeah, I'll, you guys will see if that photo shoot comes out. Um, but he's definitely a dope guy to work with. I don't think he's creepy at all in the least bit. And even if he was trying to, like, you know, do a little play, I'm I'm flattered by it. But guys, you can just ask out flat out direct. Please don't try to disguise a date mm-hmm. as a photo shoot. Um, and if you are, talk that money talk, talk that big talk. Do you have an MJTV for us this week? Yes, I actually do. All right, y'all. So welcome to MJTV. The segment where your favorite co-host tells you the best song or TV show to fit your exact mood. MJ. Hey, so I was watching this show. I talked about this show before because like I'm still trying to wean off of white people TV, but this one is just so good because it's Netflix, you know? Oh gosh. And you could binge it. And you could binge it. And the new season just came out. So I was watching this show called Love. Yes. Yes. Dope show. Love, love. And so I already talked about the girl. She has a podcast on the show. She's just like us. Her podcast is about sex. It's raw. It's real. It's vulgar. And I love it. And it's also feminist. Nice. So she had a man come on the show because he said he wants to give the male perspective. Mm. You know. Hmm. So that definitely ties into this week's episode. It's so it ties interesting. into this week's episode, but that guy was kind of nuts. Not our guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so he basically she had someone call in and she said, the girl was saying, um, is it weird that she likes to be choked during sex? And the girl's just like, no, like you should be able to do whatever you want during sex. Like it's a time for you to be vulnerable, open, get exactly what you want. And if you like to be choked, like choke, go like go for it or whatever. And you just have to find someone that you know you're safe with. Mm-hmm. And what's up? And then he was just like. Like, nah, there's something a little off with that. Like, you know, like. <laughs> what? He was just. that was, He's thinks that's, what, that's mm-hmm. what the male perspective is or that was just his perspective? That was just his perspective. Okay, okay. He's a fucking crazy guy. Like, he mm-hmm. doesn't like getting choked or choking somebody. <laughs> I can see some people not being into it, mm-hmm. being a little scared of it, but. I don't know. I'm just more mm-hmm. of an, a rough person. So, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's trying to, like, judge her sexual preferences and, like. He was telling his views about feminism. He was just like, feminism kind of is drowning the male voice. And I'm just like, well, all we've heard is the male voice. Like, all we are trying to do is stand up for ourselves. And have an equal voice. Have an equal voice. And that just made him feel small, I guess. (laughs) That's so weird. It's so weird. But you know what? It's not because we grow up in a society that is male driven. I know mm-hmm. that's something we touched on last week. And it's a, it's a um it's not only male driven, it's as if male are males are better than women. Mm-hmm. So it's It's like, male dominated. Exactly, male dominated. So just like when like white supremacists, you know what I mean, they think white people are better than black than other people and they feel less than when they find out, hey, you're not, or you're a human being. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't fathom that that stuff. They're just so like, they, they go crazy. Yeah, exactly. So, I think it's kind of yeah. along the same lines. It's just like, hey, it's okay to be equal to someone else. It doesn't make you less than. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, you don't have to, like, you it's know, that, it doesn't it's fuck that toxic up your ideas. Yeah, that's exactly really what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's like, it does not make you less than to be equal to a woman. But for the reason, but for you to the, but for you to think that it does is just so fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like it just something shows you how you was yeah. fucked up. Not not him per se. His thinking, his thinking, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Hmm, <laughs> that's so interesting. And that And she, she, um, she gave condoms away to each of her guests, and I would love. For that to be our thing, like, can we get like unwifeable condos? Ooh, that might be a thing. Okay, shh, don't don't give don't give anything away. Don't give anything <laughs> away. But that might be a mm, flavors and shit. That mm. might work. That might work. Yes, safe hoeing with your favorite unwifeable sisters. Hoeing with the homies. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the slogan. Absolutely. I like that. I fuck with it. I'll get into my TMI for the week. And this is the first time that I've realized all the stuff that I've put you guys through um every week with my TMIs because one of my coworkers just does TMIs on the regular. Oh, he's a walking TMI? He's a walking living TM fucking I. Yes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, um, yeah, so one of my coworkers <laughs> He will just give him a name. His name is going to be Peter. So Peter is probably he's in his early 20s. We're like the, two of the youngest ones at the office or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we sit really, really close to each other in a very, very tiny office. And this guy, as soon as I walk in every single day, like okay, he was he had gotten injured before. Uh-huh. And as soon as I would walk in, he would just give me updates on his injuries like, "Yep, it's going good. It's starting to scab up. So, um, should be good. It should be good in a couple of days." <laughs> and I'm just like <laughs> I'm just looking around like, "Wait. <laughs> who the fuck asked about a, your scabs? about your scabs? I'm not keeping a, a a fucking chart. Oh, I'm your nurse. Okay, good. Thank you. I was just wondering what your symptoms were." No, I'm not checking your fucking wound sites. I don't need updates on that. I was just like, oh my god, this was this is this is what it must be like on the other side of a TMI. It's like you don't know what to say. You get stuck, and you just want to be like, shut the fuck up. You get me now. I do. I do. Not to shut the fuck up, but it's not nice. Not shut the fuck up, but like, oh my god, please don't say anymore. Like stop talking. Like that's too much to tell another person. Yes, like or like he's been like. Doing this thing where he's like eating, he's doing intermittent fasting and (laughs) drinking a lot of coffee. So he's been going to the bathroom literally like literally eight times a day. Like number two, like he'll Mm -hmm. just be (laughs) this is now this is TMI for the TMI. But whatever, it's been like a whole thing. Everybody's like watching him go to the bathroom. I'm like again, the whole office is like, what are you doing? And I'm like, dang, y'all on his way to the bathroom. Oh, y'all nah. gotta keep blowing his spot up. Like, dang, he already about to drop a deuce. Like now we gotta all like stare at him. Like, ugh. anyways, then he'll come <laughs> out and he'll just be like, oh man, I'm just so, I don't know what's wrong with me. It's just so much. that's that's too much that's i don't need to know what you're doing in the bathroom it just keeps coming number two it's two it's number two and i'm just like i don't like like i don't be trying to be mean me but i'm just like, yo i don't want to hear about your bowels every eight times a day like he'll come back and he'll just just give start giving updates and i'm just like listen eight poops a day Sis, it's a lot. It's really a lot. Like, I be scared to poop at work when there's people in the break room. Oh, not I. I be pooping. I don't care. I let <sighs> it go out. and Because I, I like to poop on the clock. It makes me feel good. Seriously? Like, I'm shitting on the man. Like, when I poop on the clock, like, I be in the bathroom for, like, 10 minutes. And I just be like, Hell dang. yeah. I'm like, one, they know you're shitting. But also, you're not doing any work facts it's like this is my time I'm reclaiming my time look at Peter he's reclaiming the fuck out of his time absolutely I know they're he's so not, tight he's on the phone in that bathroom he's I not think shitting so. the whole I think, time I think so we're definitely millennials so who the fuck isn't carrying their phone everywhere with them mm-hmm. and who hasn't gotten lost in an Instagram scroll or two <laughs> and you just be like oh shit how, What? How, how long has it been how long have I been in here so mm-hmm. maybe that's what it is I don't know I really don't want to know either. So, um, everybody keep your bowels to yourself. I think mm-hmm. that's where I'm going to draw the line. Definitely. to have the bowels. Uh, yeah. So, that's my TMI for the week that i um I'm scared straight. Definitely. <laughs> You're going to be um, a little lighter on us from now on? Um, I'm... I'll think about it, um, but I think it's cool to just also have that share that experience with you guys, you know, so I get what it's like, and maybe I'll go harder. Who the fuck knows? (laughs) Rock on. (laughs) Hey, let's get into this question of the week. Yes. So this week, we asked all of you beautiful young, oh, actually, we don't know if you're all young, all of you beautiful people. You you can be young at heart. Age is a construct, baby. Like, I'm an old soul. (laughs) (laughs) We asked you guys, guys in general specifically, what are your biggest issues with dating? And the answers came flooding in yeah it came in flooding it came in um real forceful it yes. came in sturdy as they, shit they, they knew like they they were sure about their answers yes they've been thinking about these um i respected it i definitely respected it um i was definitely getting a little triggered not gonna lie me too like when they was one person just said common sense like some of y'all females don't have common sense i'm just like he—he I mean, like, he was like, I can never find anyone with common sense. I'm like, dang, you dragging like, me with never like. have common like, sense. Like sometimes we just get a little irrational, but like, like. We we have common sense. Facts. Like it's in there. Come on. Like stop being a We an just asshole. have to get under the hormones layers and then we'll find it. But it's facts. there. Facts, facts. You just have to dig deep. You have to pull the common sense out of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe you're making you know, you're pulling the insecurities out of me. Yeah. You're feeling the irrationality out of my <laughs> no, Okay, let's read some of the answers. My favorite answer doll Menzo. Don't know if that's how you pronounce it. He said, when she don't take me back for cheating. That's one of his biggest issues with dating. (laughs) Which I I can understand how that's realistic. But also, like, if you're going to cheat on your girl, like, make sure it's a girl who's cool with it. Yeah, exactly. But I I respect that. Yeah, you have to find the right one, the compatible Mm -hmm. one who's just, like, kind of lax and just. um, Mm -hmm. They're definitely out there. They're definitely out there. More like, it's like an open relationship, I would Mm -hmm. say, type of thing. What those instead of like lying and sneaking? Yeah, that's because lying bring, and sneaking is your issues with dating, too. Exactly, and that's he that's exactly what it was. He just kind of disguised <laughs> it, but yeah, you know, well, we we did this, some of the dirt the digging funnies. for you. Yeah, <laughs> facts. Um, I had one, uh, Reezy the Almighty. He said being connected with his partner on social media, so I guess following each other on social media is one of the big issues. I was like, why is that? And he said um, because of the things that he may post, um, looks like he's an artist. Let's see. Yeah, he's a musician. Was he post like, sex explicit stuff or something? Not really. I was like, sure, it's that. Or are you liking mad booty pics? Like, what's up? Or like- following mad strippers because these are sh- oh, not strippers, porn stars. Mm. The porn stars are popping on Instagram. Mm. I didn't even know. It's, not, it's a lot it's definitely a lot and we can see everything mm-hmm. so i can i guess i can see that being a problem it wasn't really much of a problem in my last relationship um until he was i don't know it happened one time and i was just like oh i would never i'm not looking over there anymore like i can't yeah. i can't that's just that shit is dangerous that that whole what is it the following following tab who the fuck is doing all that if you're doing that go to sleep or go get a job or go make some money go work on a business plan put or that something. phone down pick up a laptop and start looking up how to start your fucking business for <laughs> snooping because that's what you good at apparently a private investigation firm yeah that ass yeah i don't have time for none of that but that was one of his answers mm-hmm. i guess Wait, I didn't know it was this guy who said it. Our friend from Live, J.Chaso. Yeah. He said, um, insecurities and how females expect the most and do the bare minimum. Yeah. And I'm just like, bare minimum. Like, I feel like. Come on. Oh, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck (laughs) it. They're right. They're right. They're right, (laughs) right. Fuck it. I don't care. They're right. That was definitely one where we're right. I was just gonna say I do so much, and like I don't get it. You don't do shit. I think especially in this talking phase, it's just like guys really are expected to do the whole most. Mm -hmm. Like you need to text me to do this. All that. It's just like it's like, bitch. I don't even know if I like you, bitch. I don't Mm -hmm. even know you. I got to put all this effort to even be val like you worth to even step to you, and you don't have to do anything. You don't have to text me back. You can just stop texting me because you're just like no reason. Cause we feel like it. That wasn't enough You wasn't like This nigga's mm-hmm. doing this This nigga's this thirsty You know what I mean like, So yeah. I definitely um, Felt that one mm. Yeah Like I, That's not cool Yeah Like I know I called I've called myself A fuck girl before But like Hearing Like just seeing What these niggas are saying And like I'm just like I'm guilty of all of this. Like, like if guilty. I had a negative reaction, I definitely was guilty Right, of exactly. It. That means you're like, dang, you saw a little bit of yourself in mm-hmm. there. That's why I had to, I just been keeping the bug. That's why I was like, you know, it's cool. It's, it allows you to just um be accountable for some things mm-hmm. and like, okay, you know what? That is, you know, okay. I guess I wouldn't like that either, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you just have to keep it, like, you have to just be like, yeah. be frank and honest with yourself. Like, yeah, that's just not gonna... That's not going to fly with anybody. Like, no one wants to be sitting here feeling like they're taking advantage of. Like, why am I busting my ass and you don't even fucking even want me, bitch? Like, Mm -hmm. that would get me tight as fuck. Like, I I really, I want to learn men better. Because I feel like I've kind of been taking them for granted. Like, they don't exist. Like, I don't care about their feelings. Like, I just haven't even taken their thoughts and emotions into consideration. Mm -hmm. Because... In my opinion, like in my mind, they don't even have thoughts and opinions, you know? Yeah, it's just like you just put your own experiences on mm-hmm. your, the whole the whole um gender. Mm-hmm. Which but is they're, kinda fucked up. There are people like uh, they I just, are I feel exactly. so exactly they're people and they have their own experiences. You know what's so funny? It turns out, okay, so our guest this week um is a dating expert and We asked, you know, we polled our listeners about dating questions, but they ended up sending a lot of relationship questions. Mm -hmm. Um, So it just seems like, you know, guys do want relationships. They do want to find someone who's equally yoked. They do want to eventually be with that one girl, even though it may not seem like it. I mean, we may not be um, dating people that we're compatible with, so that's maybe why we're having Mm -hmm. so, so much um like back and forth and so much dissonance with yeah. each other. But um uh, yeah, it was just very interesting. Very, very, very interesting. Yeah. I feel like I just got to, I have to start all over. Like I feel like I'm literally starting all over with yeah, men. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's how everything should be. Just when you think you know everything, it's just like, oh look, you don't know anything. Lot twist. Yeah. And you just there's always more to learn and more always more to uncover. I think it's cool taking this time to like understand men while I'm not dating and not any like physically attached to anybody. So it's just like nice. Okay, so hopefully in my future, when I do when I am ready for that, I'm like I'll be in a whole different place of understanding. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, this week we had an all aw- we have an awesome guest. Shout out to everyone who was on live while we were. On Skype with our dope, dope, dope guests. Mm-hmm. Like you guys. We really fuck with y'all, OD. Like, I don't know if y'all know. Like, how y'all fuck with us, we fuck with y'all, too. OD. OD. Like, you guys make us so happy. I love all the comments. I love when you guys are tagging your friends. Like, yo, come read these comments. I love when y'all get spicy. (laughs) (laughs) Spicy. Shout out to everyone who be in the DMs, who's not trying to be out there, out there like that. But y'all, the like y'all really really the shit seriously Mm -hmm. we would not be here doing this every week if it wasn't for you i would not like it's so much work it's it's so much but you guys make it worth it definitely all right y'all we'll be right back with our guests after a word from our sponsors bye later this episode was brought to you by gilded gold to cosmetics Gilded Gold stands out from other lines by offering all-natural, hand whipped butters with no harmful additives. Instead, their products are full of naturally beneficial ingredients such as shea butter, vitamin E oil, and tea tree oil. Don't settle for a seasonal glow-up. Visit GildedGoldNY.com. Gilded Gold. Back to the source. Alright, yeah, so we're on Instagram Live as well, but... Um, we already prepped our listeners and all of our followers on Instagram. We told them we have a dating expert coming live from Las Vegas <laughs> to give yes. them all the tips, um, all the dating tips that they need mm-hmm. from the guy's perspective. Cause apparently oh, we're guys, too hard on guys. Yeah. Oh
2: my gosh. Guys, they're just, they just, they need help. <laughs> As you girls know. Like they just go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So before we, I guess before we get into our questions, like let's just have you introduce yourself. Um, tell everyone a little bit about yourself.
2: Okay, so I was a complete loser um, going through all through school, um, and I stumbled across this TV show called. It was a VH1 TV show called The Pickup Artist.
0: Okay,
2: and. Um, I, I was like, "Whoa, you can actually learn how to talk to women. I thought it was just all about looks and stuff. And apparently it's not. Uh, apparently you need a little bit more than looks. Mm-hmm. Looks are just like a flip floor. And because I mean I was like seventeen when I stumbled across the TV show okay. and then uh, I started going to malls because I was too young to go to nightclubs and stuff. and as soon as I hit 18, I started going to nightclubs every single night. And then I grew a huge social circle here. Uh, I mean, uh, in Michigan, where I'm oh, from. Oh, that's where you're
0: from. Okay. I'm,
2: I'm from Michigan. I'm from like just just outside of Detroit. Nice. And yeah, uh, well, it's not nice. It's always on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on top of that, I uh, going to nightclubs every single night. I uh, I had this huge social circle, and when I decided I would move to Las Vegas um, to pursue my career, you know, in meeting new people, I threw a going away party, which there was hundreds of people. I'm, I'm talking hundreds of people from my going away party. It was also wow. my birthday party. Uh, that where was did horrible. you hold
0: everybody? Like, what's up? It, was, it you- was in
2: my, uh, where did I hold it? Yeah. It was in my three-bedroom house, my dad's house. Mm, uh, that sounds epic. He was kind of like kicking me out of the. He was like kicking me out of the bird's nest, you know. So I was like, <laughs> "Fine, then. I'm just gonna move to Las Vegas, then." <laughs> and that's what. Did. And uh, it was like a it was like a Project X. It just wasn't that crazy. Wow. I mean, Like people ripped off my screen door and they like threw it off the side. They started a fire in my backyard. Someone got pushed into the fire, but no one got hurt. Someone got knocked out. Someone trashed my bathroom. <laughs> it, it wasn't, it, it was like very, very, I mean, it got, word got out on Craigslist just like in the movie. Okay. Uh,
0: so like yeah. strangers showed and, up and stuff.
2: And, oh yeah. C- hundreds.
0: <laughs> hundreds uh, of
2: strangers.
0: Oh my gosh. That's and crazy. So that was
2: my, going away. <laughs> that was my going away party. Uh, people I haven't seen in like months, you know, that I only met like, you know, I've only known for – I only knew them for, like, a couple of minutes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then when I moved to Las Vegas, it was just, like, ground zero. I was starting all over. I didn't know anybody. Uh, and within a month, I became a strip club promoter. I was okay. promoting strip clubs. That's fun. And then from strip clubs, I moved to nightclubs. And now I have over 7,000 phone numbers on my phone. Uh, I also teach guys how to talk to women. And I got into the whole – uh community more and all that good stuff. And I run a monthly meetup group. Um and I well I got like four Facebook groups. One okay. of them are actually in New York City.
0: So what do you mean a monthly meetup group? Is that where you guys meet up and talk about like dating and pick it, um I guess yeah. pickups? What is what is yes. what is the terminology?
2: Um like pickup it's like pick up artist.
0: Okay, pick okay. Up I mean, pick up artistry. Pickup artistry. Okay, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. We call it shooting hey. your shot. <laughs>
2: hey.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. We were actually just looking at um a few of your videos on Instagram and there was one where you were like, oh, where's what are some tips to talking to ladies? And you're just like, just talk to the ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we kind of <laughs> gave some of that advice to our listeners as well. We're like, just shoot your shot. Just mm-hmm. go out and do it. We gave the advice to ourselves too because yeah. <laughs> we had to do it for ourselves.
2: <laughs> I-, I made that video because like, uh, in the whole pickup artist community, which is like a secret underground community, a lot—not a lot of women actually know about it. But I mean, a lot of the guys that you talk to, they probably get fall into like self-help, and they stumble across the pickup artist community. And uh, I mean, like, there's a lot of like sleazeballs, mm-hmm. but I mean, there's a lot of guys that are the, they want to actually learn how to be a gentleman, you know? And that's the t- type of guy that I like to—I um, like to help out, you know. And when it comes to that, um, in the whole like marketing part of pickup artistry, they always they always say it, like approach anxiety, and it 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 doesn't uh like approach anxiety like they get this anxiety when it goes to you know picking up and talking okay, to women. Okay. Mhm.
0: So when you're you're, and, I guess, being afraid to go up and talk to a woman first.
2: Yeah, they call it anxiety, and that's not anxiety. That's just being scared mm-hmm. you know it's just like anxiety is a totally different and a lot more real thing than mm-hmm. just like oh i don't want to go up to talk to her why not but, yeah, oh i have this anxiety yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah
2: it's it's like when you're you know uh upset one day and you're like oh i'm just depressed it's like no you're not depressed depression is a real thing <laughs> I hate <sighs> you.
0: do you have any females in your pickup artistry group or is that not a thing um
2: yeah, I mean, like, uh, like for my meetup group, sometimes guys will bring their girlfriends or they'll bring, like, a girl that they're, like, kind of seeing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, and there's, like, a few girls that are just, like, they show up just to see what it's all about. Okay. Um, uh, but, like, no intention to, like, hooking up with any of the guys. Just, like, I just want to see what this is about. Um, and then you got my wife that's in the other room. She's like, she hears about this stuff and she's like, I don't get it. It's just like, it's all about looks. I'm like, it's it's not about looks. So, <laughs> as so, much as I want to take credit.
0: <laughs> it's about looks if you're good looking. I feel. Uh, but that only gets you up so far. Like how many conversations yeah. with good looking guys just kind of just fell flat. Out because like, they, there's no yeah, substance there. I-
2: I always think that, like, looks is just a foot in the door. You know, there's there's a lot of things that triumph looks, you know. Um, a lot of people, they think it's, like, confidence. Like, if you say, hey, do you, can you give me any advice on how to talk to women? And a lot of people just say, uh, you need confidence to talk to women. It's like, there's there's a, a step above that. You need good hygiene, too. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. You need matter to brush your
0: teeth. I'll... Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> step one. <laughs>
2: You don't need confidence. You need Colgate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be the name of the episode. <laughs> <I> Thanks. <so. laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. That's so funny. So how did, like, what was your first step into pickup artistry? Like, how did you know, like, wait, am I a pickup artist now? Like, I'm actually getting good at this. Uh,
2: well, I started watching the television show, the pickup, the master pickup mm-hmm. artist or whatever. And I was like, this is this is definitely what I want to do. For like for a living.
0: Uh
2: uh, it took it took a while to actually think that, you know. Okay. But um to think that I was an actual pickup artist, I guess it'd be like going to the malls and I was Uh like I was like I was like terrified, you know, because like you learn this a long time ago they would teach you like these specific like pickup lines and stuff called openers and I would be like what if I mess up the line or what if she has a boyfriend or something like that you know
0: that's our thing we're always like what if they have a girl that's why I say the next question you need to ask is do you have a girlfriend <laughs> or do you uh, have a girl that thinks she's your girlfriend
2: me me personally I think it's I think it's kind of irrelevant they'll tell you if they do or not mm-hmm. um and if they want to cheat then it's it's up to them mm-hmm. I mean like Responsible for their relationship You know, I'm not going to try I'm not going to try and antagonize Her to cheat on her boyfriend But at the at the end of the day If she wants to cheat, she's going to cheat Whether she's going to tell you I have a boyfriend or not You know
0: Very, very true Okay, so we did have some questions So we asked some of our male listeners We're like, okay, this is all about you guys today Send mm-hmm. in what are your biggest issues When it comes to dating What are your biggest hang-ups and i'm gonna give you some of the answers that we got i know a a lot of people a lot of males were talking about communication they find it hard to communicate with women
2: so i guess like when it comes communication um i like to be as honest as possible but in like a corporate type of a way you know like there's there's things that you got to have a filter for but Mm. you know like you can't tell like you can't be talking about your cat all night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because that's honestly what you want to talk about. No one wants to talk about that. Yeah. That's I hear you. Exactly what I- so basically, one person said they always find that they're, they're very open um, with communicating with their partner, but they feel like it doesn't get reciprocated the same way. So they wanted to know, like, I guess, what are some ways to... I guess, open up the lines of communication between males and females. Okay, so that
2: sounds like a relationship question, right?
0: So is there's a difference between dating and relationships.
2: So I teach guys how to meet and attract and seduce women. And then there's like, I mean, there's so many niches when it comes to it. There's also the whole relationship, which, I mean, you could go on and on about that, right? Very true. Five years, ten years experience is a good experience, is an on off relationship experience, and stuff like that. Um, normally I'm the latter, where like you know, on off relationships. Okay, so you're
0: more focused on what the dating, dating women, attracting women, speaking to women,
2: mm -hmm. seducing, and seducing, phone numbers and stuff. Yeah, but um, opening up the line it, uh, to um to more communication is just start off, uh, just giving, you know, I'm not saying like, you know, dropping, like money or anything. I'm talking about like just show like anything of, you know, y- y- love, you know, and just pure honesty. A lot of people they're like, Oh, I try to be honest, but she just doesn't get it. You know, like they have to be like, I, I always say give more than you expect either one of th- two things is going to happen. Either you're going to be scaring them away, which is a good thing because you probably don't want them anyway, or you're going to pull them in closer. Mm.
0: So either way, you win. It's kind of a win-win. Yeah. Hmm. I like that. I like that, too. to
2: think about. Because
0: <laughs> it, if it's someone who's not right for you and you scare them away, that's good. Good, because they weren't for you. They just show their true colors.
2: Yeah, and then... Um, and then to add to that, a lot of people, they'll, they'll you know, tally up what they did. Like, I did this for you, and I did this for you, and I did oh, this for like you.
0: Keeping mm-hmm. keeping count.
2: Yeah, keeping count. And that's another thing that just, like, it kills things because, you know, uh, you should be doing it just to do it mm-hmm. because you want it. Not because it, just like when you're first talking to people, you know, when you first meet them, a lot of guys, they'll just, like, they'll want to spend all this money to try and impress the girl when the girl's just like, does it really matter though? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, like I've I've been with girls that they're like, they have guys paying the rent, and they're still seeing me. <laughs> so and, obviously and, like, you know there
0: was still something lacking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. Like, like girls will have guys pay their rent, and yet yeah, they're seeing me, and I drive like a you know a hoopty, you know. That's so, funny. <clears throat> so
0: I feel like, yeah, women definitely have, like, all these different sides of them that needs to be met. Mm -hmm. So just because you have money or just because you have one other thing that's really good, just because you're good looking, that may not be the end all be all. Yeah, that's why we usually have, like, about four guys. I feel like four guys make the perfect guy. I feel like... (laughs) Okay, so how do you feel about, um, like, dating? When a man is dating, because we're talking for our fellas... Mm-hmm. should they be dating one woman at a time or multiple at a time? What do you think?
2: Uh, depends what they want. Okay. Um, it, and it also depends what the girl wants. And I I think that guys should be honest if they're dating multiple women. Um, I was for like every time I was in an open relationship, obviously the girl would know about it too. And um, so it, it, it depends what the guy wants. If, uh, when you're in your twenties, I think you should, you know, shop around and see multiple people, rather okay. if you're a guy or a girl, I think girls should be promiscuous too. Um, but I know a society yes. frowns Sex upon positive.
0: That. No, yes. not on this podcast. Yeah, We're all about it.
2: <laughs> of course. And, you know, if you find someone you like, then you can stick to them okay. or, you know, just keep looking around. But, um... That's pretty much what I did. Is right before I met Galena, my wife, I was just like, uh, I was like seeing like
0: Were ten you people a, hoe, a month. Drew?
2: I was a hoe. <laughs> was a hoe. It, it got to the point one day when I was like, "Yeah, I think I'm good. I, th- I think, I, I think, I think I'm ready to like find a good relationship now." And then uh, about a month later, I met Galena, and we've been like head over heels for each other. Oh my time. god!
0: Aww. You know what? I have a I have a really close guy friend, and he kind of gave me that same type of um, same type of I don't know that that's he gave me that same sentence. He's like, "When I'm ready, I when I'm done doing all of this, whoever's around, or I guess I'm gonna start looking for a wife." So it gets to that point where a man is just like. All right, now I'm done, and now I'm ready for a wife. <laughs> Is that how you guys work?
2: Um, I well, in their in guys in their like early twenties, obviously they're gonna be like you know trying a lot of guys are gonna be seeing what's out there and stuff, and I'm totally okay with that. Um, but in guys in their late twenties, they tend to settle down in their late twenties because they're like uh, they get in settle down mode, you know. Hmm. Typically, typically in the late twenties. Obviously subjective. Be whenever. So what was it about? Thought,
0: what was it about Glena that made you just like, all right, this is it?
2: Uh, okay. So we started dating, and after two weeks of us dating, uh, we went cliff jumping. Um, here in just outside of Las Vegas. Okay. Uh, really good spot where you can like jump off like twenty foot cliffs into water.
1: Oh my god!
2: And it was That's it was scary. a lot of fun. And about eight o'clock, we're like, okay, it's starting to get dark out. Let's let's go home. But my truck, uh, I parked on a dirt road and my tire was sunk in. And uh, I I was digging it out for like two hours, but oh nothing god. was working. So there was no cell phone service. I couldn't call AAA. And uh, like everyone already left, and so we're like we're gonna have to walk this long, long road in the middle of the nighttime. It was maybe twelve o'clock wow. where we started walking. Uh, so it was midnight, pitch black, no cell phone service. Oh my, my phone was at seven percent. Uh, we finally found cell phone service, and we called AAA back because we kind of got a, in a connection with them. And they're like, we're going to send someone out. But mm-hmm. AAA, they called like when I called them the second time, they're like, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, we didn't send anyone. I'm like, what? Why not? <laughs> I'm like, and they're like, well, cause you're not like, cause you're parked on a dirt road and AAA doesn't cover that. I'm like, are you kidding me? I still need help. I'm stuck <laughs> in the middle of the desert.
0: What? AAA doesn't cover yeah. dirt roads.
2: Uh, apparently not. I mean,
0: because they're going to get stuck too, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so, I had to call another Totoro company and they came and got us. So, like, that, we were walking for like an hour, hour and a half in the middle of the desert. Uh, midnight, yeah. 1 o'clock, somewhere around there. We didn't get home till like 5 a.m. But that time, we're just like, I, could, I was so like, I was so happy and relieved that she was calm and she wasn't freaking out. And we were only seeing each other for like two weeks, you know? And I was like, we're really getting to know each other right now because mm-hmm. you can't get much than this.
0: Serious. A a high high stress situation will definitely show everyone's true colors. It really will. It sounds like a rom com like the beginning. <laughs> it does.
2: <laughs> we were uh we were like drilling each other with questions like what would your ex do in this situation what would your ex do in this situation (laughs) and because we're like brand new relationship Uh right she said that like her uh, like exes would have um would have just blamed everything on her and i said that my ex would have like tried and like complained the whole entire way and just like uh and Trying to take control of the situation, even though there's no control of the situation,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that's where we're just like, yeah, we really got to know each other, and <laughs> we got, yeah, we got home at like five, five thirty somewhere like that in the morning, and I had work like early in the morning too, so mm-hmm. they just,
1: yeah.
0: That sounds so cute. It sounds cute. It sounds like a stressful situation, but something good came out of it, so that's But fine. it doesn't oh, yeah. sound like you guys were stressed. It sounds like it was a potentially stressful situation. But you guys oh, handled yeah. it well.
2: Yeah, we handled it very well, yeah.
0: That's awesome. It was,
2: a... Like It was a really dangerous situation, if you think about it, because my phone only had 7%, and I had to turn off my phone so I could turn it back on
0: to call triple A. Oh, my God. And even that takes some, yeah, some okay. percentage. <laughs> Oh man, oh man. So I do have a question. So what are the biggest issues that you find that come up, like in your meetups or when you're dealing with um, men in this industry?
2: Uh, well, there's two different things. There's guys that that it's not in my meetup group. At oh, least okay. I don't so the guy are the guys in part.
0: your meetup group more like experts or professionals?
2: No, I okay. know so they're, they're you're helping them out. Four. Uh, definitely lovable losers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so like, they'll, they'll, like, we'll go out to like a sports bar and they'll, ju- they'll just like give me their phone and they're like, uh, can you help me with my Tinder? And I'm just like looking through their pictures and they got like six selfies and they're not smiling. It's, like, <laughs> tell me who you are. You know, Tinder's uh, uh, girls go on Tinder because they want to have fun, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And Rather, if they're looking for guys, or if they're just like talking to guys that are really bad at talking to women, you know, and uh, so they'll they'll help me, uh, or I'll I'll help them, you know, uh, with their Tinder pictures, with their
0: profile and, and their bio and stuff. Uh,
2: <clears throat> I'll tell them uh, things like you know, instead of having a long drawn out paragraph where. If you have a long, drawn out paragraph about who you are, you're like, you're competing that paragraph against a thumb swipe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so,
2: that better say something. Okay. That's very important. Uh, so, what I do is when I was on Tinder, I would have like an emoji and that would be my bullet point to what I was going to say. So, I would say like, my cooking is bomb emoji.
0: You know, keep it short and sweet. I like that because no one's reading that paragraph
2: and just like have a few of those about who you are, like, you know, bullet points of who you are. Like, uh, I love my work and it'd be like confetti, you know, and then like each picture um, that I have it would be, like, a little chapter of who I am, you know? So it wouldn't be, like, six pictures of me with, like, girls on my arm, even though I was a club promoter. Mm-hmm. It would be, like, a picture of me with one girl, and then it would be, like, another picture of me with my, like, mom and dad, mm-hmm. and then it like, another picture with me with a pet. Uh, one so it picture like with divers- you
0: on a cliff maybe
2: yeah or also like candid photos a lot of guys they treat uh tinder like it's imdb uh where they'll have like professional pictures of them like
0: yes (laughs) yes i've seen that before
2: like let's just leave that for you know instagram or you know imdb (laughs) not tinder
0: It's like they're trying to do their headshots or something. They're trying to get casted. No, my favorite is when they have pictures of their girlfriends on Tinder, because that that just appalls me. <laughs> Some people they try to swing. They use Tinder like to like. Oh, yeah, to swing. Yeah, yeah. Or, There's a couple of Tinders you, out there.
2: Like, or have you seen those like joint? tinder accounts where it's like my girlfriend and i we're looking for a threesome
0: yes those are so awkward (laughs) i think you made one of those you didn't make one of those no i didn't make one of those there's like a there's like a threesome app like thrinder there's like some other things so i made one of those definitely when i was in a relationship (laughs) wow (laughs) getting to know me a little bit yeah okay i also have okay so you said there were two types of guys right yeah you said they were oh
1: um also
2: yeah yeah uh so there's also the guy that doesn't go to my meetup group and they think that they're really good at picking up women but in the end they're just sending dick pics <laughs> and like girls and then like if you say hey i can help you uh they're like no no i know how to get girls and stuff so there's like the really stubborn guy that like that they clearly need help mm-hmm. but They're like their ego is just too big to actually look into uh, personal development.
0: That's dope. And then that kind of just um, you saying that that just kind of reminded me of what you started saying in the beginning that being a pickup artist is about becoming more of a gentleman and being being able to speak to women and have mm-hmm. conversations with them not about being creepy so i feel like a lot of guys may think hey i can i can bag this girl or i can get her number or i can um have sex with her i can do this and that but that's probably not gonna help them in the long run because mm-hmm. can you like hold conversations do you understand women is that something that you teach men like how to understand women differently
2: yeah of course um it, it's all full circle, you know. Like, like high status men, they're obviously more attractive, or they tend to be. But you don't need that um, to be attracting women. It just kind of like it, it helps out a lot. Um, I feel that it's um, it, it when you have like, I mean, you don't need money to attract women, but Money helps, so you can pay your rent, so you can actually bring a girl back to your house. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, right? Yeah, that's a, that's but, a problem like, we
0: encounter. Like the guys we talk to, they don't have a place to stay. Sometimes yeah. it's like, where it's are we like, gonna do anything?
2: I, I I read this study one time, this scientific study where um, I have it saved to my phone, um, where they they did a study with like uh, married couples and they asked like how much did the wedding ring cost and do you think that that helped to say yes and all the girls said no but the guys said yes and it doesn't matter about the price of what the wedding ring
0: hmm so what is what do you think that what do you Needs. think that said yeah is that <laughs> about men i think
2: that, i think that it's just they they That they overthink um, their own qualities, Um, and they, you know, they Mm -hmm. they they try and put the blame on something else when it's. Mm -hmm.
0: I see what you mean. So a lot of men focus on like material things or being able to provide or being because that's what they think we want. Yeah, when actual when in actuality we just want a companion.
2: there are yeah, there are some girls that you know do definitely go for that but it's not the it's definitely not the mass majority you know <clears throat> and when it comes down to it i mean uh, like a lot of girls uh, a lot of women they have this connotation that like guys just want to sleep around and stuff like that i mean there are guys that obviously are like that but there's also you um, feel
0: like that's not the majority either
2: i'm it, it's hard to say, but when <laughs> the people that come to the people that go to my meetup group, um, they they always they're always like, "I want all these one night stands and stuff like that." But I, I want to be a player and stuff. And then next thing you know, they're they're getting married or they have this like one girl. Mm-hmm. And I think about seventy five percent of guys, they they want a relationship, even if they know, even if they don't know that they actually want it. Mm, like, um, just like how when people break up, uh, they, when, when people break up, they, they're they always like, okay, now I'm finally free and stuff, and they're I'm going to sleep with a bunch of people, and then they finally do, and then they're like, I don't feel any better though.
0: Exactly. They're like, um, I thought I was supposed to be happier, I thought... <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah, you know. <laughs> where's the trick? Yeah. The magic trick was supposed to work.
2: It's, I mean, humans are social creatures, you know. I mean, they gotta have an actual connection, uh, and not just sex-wise.
0: Mm-hmm. So, what is um, what is what are your meetups like? Like, what is a typical meetup like?
2: Okay, so um, I sometimes I'll have like a guest speaker that's like uh, uh like dating coaches that are like more famous than. You know, like I, I have a, I have an okay name. It's starting to like build up, but like I'll have these like world class like people that were on TV shows and stuff like that. They'll give a talk, and I'll get like thirty guys to come and watch. While like I'll, I'll have a spot in, uh, like I'll have my own room in uh, a strip club here, Sapphire. Okay. Uh, I've had a talk here, uh, at at Sapphire. Uh, and I feel then, like that's such an awesome uh, space
0: uh, to have, like, a pickup meetup yeah. at a strip club. That's, you know, get Stets your vibes the, right. The, the ambiance, Calm your nerves. <laughs> right, because it's yeah. a strip club. Chill out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Most of the time now, uh, I'll I'll have it at a, at a sports bar, and then we'll just, like, start talking about it. You know, get guys warmed up. And then, since it's Las Vegas, there's, like, nightclubs. I don't know if you girls uh, have ever been to... Never. Not yet. <laughs> never been to Las Vegas? Not yet. There's, like, nightclubs in all of the casinos. All of the casinos are, like, malls, pretty okay, much.
1: Okay,
2: uh, Like, casino malls. And they all have, like, uh, a lot of them, they have nightclubs built into them. So, we'll go to, like, a sports bar restaurant that's on a strip, and then we'll just, like, cross the street, and we'll mm. go to a uh at at, uh to a nightclub
0: do you find that it's um no i find that it's really hard to talk to guys while i'm in the club like what is the advice that you give to your guys going from the sports bar which seems to be more conversational to like a club where it's like loud music
2: so um there's some clubs that a lot of the guys they like to stay away from uh like the louder ones Mm. and then they're open like outdoor clubs and day clubs that they're all outside with the pools and stuff. You can hear a lot better mm. on outdoor clubs obviously, but with the uh, indoor clubs, the ones that are just really loud when you like leave the venue, your ears are just ringing for the next three days, <laughs> um, I, I'll i express my body language a lot more
1: mm. because
2: people watch, uh, a lot more than they can actually understand uh, or actually hear. And on top of that, um, is like, that's an excuse to get closer and mm. talk in their ear. Pull them in close.
0: Rub up and- a little bit, but not creepy. Just like a little, you know. Definitely, like-
2: yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> that's not something I'd recommend. It's just immediately going up and just start yeah, talking to someone. no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's how fights happen. <laughs> We from New York, we throw hands out here, Drew <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, oh my god Tell us, like, three of the worst Pickup lines to use That are just not gonna get you laid Not gonna get you any conversations Like, what are the worst ones? Okay,
2: so uh, uh, Like I, I don't When it comes to pickup lines I don't know if there's an actual Like book on it because i mean what is a pickup line like how to get a girl's phone number or how to the first line that you tell a girl um but i i I wouldn't say use any pickup lines especially if they're like sexual you know um
0: (laughs) what about the one where you know like did it hurt when you fell out of heaven (laughs) that one (laughs) does that one work Uh, that one it'll make you laugh it could work It'll if it's sense. the right guy.
2: If it's in the right moment, I guess it could work. But <laughs> yeah. I would never advise anyone to use that. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I would that. just say I don't know any bad pickup lines. Or like I do, I just can't. Like, pick I'm it just up such an expert. Up. I
0: don't know any bad pickup lines. I can just. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Alright, so how I about how about what are the best? Like I guess what are some of the best ones then?
2: Smooth ones. Okay. Um, here's one. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll try it. I'll, I'll play it with you. Okay. Okay. We're going to play a game. Okay. okay? This game has three questions. okay? Okay. Um, what do you like to do for fun?
0: Podcasting.
2: Podcasting. Okay. Um, do you like red or white wine? White. White. Okay. Uh, that's that's interesting. That actually tells me a lot about you. Um, do you prefer in the morning? Do you prefer pancakes or waffles?
0: I feel like you're waffles. I'm a pancake person.
2: Oh. Oh, okay. All right. Sounds like a date.
0: Hey, wait. So wait. Wait. What's the date? Pretty
2: much set the date.
0: Okay. Do I accept
2: the date? Yes. Okay. Set up the date with, like, what the person likes to do. Then the second, what kind of wine they -hmm. prefer, red or white. And then then the next morning, what do you cook for them? Pancakes or waffles?
0: Oh. Wow. I think he got you. I think so. I remember, like, a couple months back, I was at this club, and I was at LeBain. Uh-huh. And I was on the roof of the, these British guys, and they were just talking to me, like, the whole time, playing games, like, guess the number between this and this and this. And I was just like, wait, I was like, are you, like, a pickup artist? After, like, 20 minutes, I'm like, this is so good. I didn't even realize I was even... Being picked up. Being picked up, or, like, I didn't even... It didn't even feel awkward or creepy in the least bit. Because they were doing it the right way. Yeah. You should read him that DM that that guy sent you. Oh god. Cuz that this is an example oh, of a bad
1: pickup
2: line. One thing that I absolutely love is like um when like female friends or when my wife they'll they'll screenshot like some really bad thing like just like really shitty guy texting them like mm-hmm. spamming yep. them. <laughs> um, so my wife she's like uh she's like an inked magazine model, right? Ooh. And like she's like, She's got like eleven and a half thousand followers on Instagram.
0: Okay. And
2: uh, like, and guys, like, for like two at least two times a day, they'll send her a dick pic. Oh my right?
0: god! And, and then she send them to you?
2: Uh, no, <laughs> not normally. Uh, so what she does is what I told her to do is just send the previous guy's dick pic back.
0: <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's how you troll a troll. <laughs> Definitely, they're probably like, "Oh man, I didn't know she was one of those type of ladies." Why? Why do guys send dick pics? Like, I just yeah, right yeah, off do you, the bat. You know, do
2: you ask them? I'm proud, to say, I'm proud to say I've never done it, but the problem is I don't know why guys would do it.
0: It probably. I feel like it works like one out of fifty times, and some guys are like, "You know what? Those are good odds. I don't mind being the creep for the other forty nine, but if it works one out of fifty times, it might be worth it. It might. It, I guess would but it be? Worth it's it? never worked for me, so
1: <laughs> yeah, has it ever I worked know.
0: for you? Um, nah, no, nah, I don't like dick pics. Definitely, don't. I hate it. No. no, no <laughs> yeah, anymore. I don't
2: know what guys think that like if if anything like guys it for the guys listening to this they should they should leave it a mystery you know even if the girl would ask me um for a dick pic i wouldn't send it at what all would you say you would like, say you, you'll you'll so- see it
0: in person or you would use like some a smooth line
2: i would i would try and set something up that
0: night oh oh then she could see it that day <laughs> you're like yeah. if you're about it <laughs> You don't need a pick. You get the real thing. It, okay, don't be all talk to me. Be all talk to this D, Becky. <laughs> That's what Drew was about to say. I'm just finishing the line. Oh I'm just finishing God. the line. Some guys really don't like um, when they're dating casually, and the woman they're dating is also dating casually as well. How? What do you think about that? That's not fair. I feel like the if it's the level so. playing field.
1: Yeah, I,
2: I I'm totally agree with you.
0: Yeah, I feel like um, that's probably another way of them showing their true colors that they're not for you and they can mm-hmm. get Chuck the Deuce. Mm-hmm. Let me see what other some.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I've I've actually been in um a, a lot of not not a lot of people know this term, but I've been in a mono polyamorous relationship. Okay, mono polyamorous relationship. What is that? Um. So, where, you know, back when I was 19, um, I was dating this girl, and I was like, look, I'm 19, I'm still young, I want to, like, be in an open relationship. And she said, no, well, I just want you. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, I don't mind if you sleep around, but I just want to be with you. Yeah. So, I would see other people, but she was committed to me.
0: Hmm how did that work out people
2: it was okay i mean the relationship lasted two years you know and then like we broke up when i moved to las vegas
0: that's very very interesting i guess technically i was in a monopolyamorous relationship too were you the one if
2: it it only counts if the person (laughs) knows about it (laughs)
0: Okay. that's what i was trying to say i always try to tell m day you just gotta everyone deserves to know he so knew after the first one i think but he didn't know it was still happening okay so i'm just a cheater yeah then it then that's then it comes no, to cheating. cheating okay <laughs> <laughs> it's okay you've admitted this multiple times before so it's yes. cool it's definitely cool Oh, my gosh. I feel like a lot, a lot of the guys that we polled, they had a lot of relationship questions. They weren't yeah. really talking about dating per se. I, I feel like a lot of guys, um, the roles have reversed. Just in our experience, not the roles have reversed. I don't want to sound like super feminist or whatever. But mm-hmm. we find that we've become the more aggressive ones and mm-hmm. they've become a little more like sensitive. <laughs> have you found that, like, in your, I guess, in your research, or... Uh,
2: can you can you repeat that?
0: That we found that guys have, tend to be a little more sensitive and more emotional, and we have been the more aggressive... More dominant more ones. More dominant ones.
2: Okay, yeah, I mean, uh, it sounds like the guys are just opening up to you, um is that what
0: Mm, maybe that's what it is yeah i think they should be allowed to be emotional sometimes
2: guys try and be all big and bad and tough but when it comes down to it like um, not a lot of guys like to actually be emotional even though that they are that's why in australia even to this day they're um they're running ad campaigns for men specifically that like uh like suicide awareness mm. because so many people especially in australia uh they've been killing themselves because they've just been bottling everything in
0: mm-hmm. why do you think that is society
2: i'm like i don't know i cry like a bitch all the time so <laughs> doesn't
0: it feel <laughs> so good approach-
2: uh, it feels good i yeah. can't
0: imagine like not, <laughs> like not crying like holding it in. holding it in feels worse <laughs> letting it out feels amazing it feels like you just lifted all that weight off your heart and like you can just go be fine you know like after you let the tears out
2: of <laughs> course and like you can get some you can reach out and get so much more support when you just show your like real emotion
0: So do you um, advise a lot of the guys to, like, be more vulnerable, be open? Or is that not something that works too well when it comes to picking up ladies?
2: Yeah. There's this term in the pick-up artist community where it's called last-minute resistance. And it's that point where, where, like, a girl, uh, like, a guy has a great experience with a girl all night long. And, like, when he finally takes her back to, like, his bedroom or her bedroom or wherever it is, And then, like, she, it can get to be where she's completely naked, and all of a sudden, she's like, no, 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 I don't want to.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, I don't want to anymore. And it's like, but why? We had this great date, and then, like, guys just get, like, they get so mad, you know? (laughs) They
1: do. And it's just, like, it's because,
2: like, I believe it's because the guy was just, like, acting too much like a player, you know? And they need to show more of themselves mm-hmm. like who they really are and more of a connection um because a lot of girls they just don't want to like hit and quit or feel that way after as,
0: yeah uh-huh. I, I i feel you because sometimes you can still have like a one night stand or whatever but it may feel more like a a one night experience, you know what I mean? Like, oh my god, that was like yeah. a moment that I had compared to like, oh, this guy like got me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just like,
2: there's uh, there's definitely been times where I um like I have this great time with this girl, and then like the next morning, or like she or she'll say like I'll call you or something like that, and I think it's going to go somewhere, and it just flatlines. Like I never hear from her again. Like that's happened before.
0: We call that um, ghosting. <laughs>
2: of course, the new term. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! I think we we have to wrap up a little in a little bit. Wait, we have some questions. Yes. though. <laughs> Someone said, yeah. "Does being honest and telling her how you're a little nervous because of her beauty work?" What?
1: No. <laughs> um, I. No.
0: I, I don't, okay. <laughs> he
2: said don't ever tell a girl that you're nervous to talk to her
0: <laughs> and honestly if you're nervous we can tell <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean, like girl like women are a lot better at like reading body language
1: mm. than men
0: definitely um, and really quickly too i'd say he said then she's supposed to laugh and then you guys get into conversation and then ask her what she's drinking or why she's not dancing uh, yeah, no, yeah. It's, 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 this doesn't sound right to me. It's getting creepy. Uh, to, me,
2: to me, that sounds like the the typical guy.
0: Yes. So that we want to avoid.
2: Can Can I give a like a quick rundown of like yeah. how an interaction should be? Yes. Um, so let's say you go to like a venue, say like a nightclub, right? And um, what I would do is I would go around the whole venue and I would just like, uh, quick quickly approach, um, I would have a click counter on my on my phone, click counter app, and I would go around and I'd talk to at least 25 people before I actually feel like socially warmed up, kind of like <laughs> oh. a stressing people up, okay. and then, um, and then I would, out of those 25 groups of the people that I talked to, I would talk to the most friendliest people first, right? After I come back around, Okay, so you
0: did your rounds, and then then you come back to the people that were the most, like, receptive.
2: Yeah, and then, obviously, they're going to be, you know, more welcoming than the people that are, like, really cold and uh, bitchy, right? Mm -hmm. And then, so you're talking to them, and then you ask them the four, like, I have the four logistical questions that I ask to see, to screen, like, women, if they're actually up for a one-night stand or not.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. Uh, the first one is, who are you here with? Because if she says, "I'm here with my boyfriend," there's like point percent chance that she's going to leave with you. <laughs> like it's not going to happen. Uh-huh. Right? If she says, "I'm with my friend." Then you know it's a lot better than I'm with my mother or something. Okay. that. Which <laughs> I don't I'll go to the club with her mom, but it happens. <laughs> um, two is, uh, what are you? Uh, what are you girls doing after this? Which, mm-hmm. like, if they're looking for a an after party or if they have a flight to leave the next morning or if, you know, they have the day off, you know?
0: Give you some insight. If they have the day off. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: You know, so the a lot of people, they, like, they oh, things just happened. But, I mean, if you, if you can just, like, you can kind of shape it to make it, just happened, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, third question is, uh, where are you staying at? Because if if she lives like 10 minutes away and you live 25 minutes or 30 minutes away, uh, you, gotta, you gotta figure out, like, if you can go back to her place, does she live with her parents? Or does she live on her own? Or, you know, if she has a roommate? Or, you know, if you live closer, um, what, what's, you know, Twenty-five minutes away. That's kind of far. If you could live closer, like five or ten minutes away, mm-hmm. uh, because you know, like, who wants to be in the car ride for twenty-five minutes that's just a stranger?
1: What
0: What did you call it? it that last-minute resistance. It's gonna. It's gonna start. Kick, it might start kicking in yep. early. Yep.
2: I mean, twenty-five <laughs> minutes is kind of like a road trip. Go to the go to the gas station, crack Gatorade or Powerade, and. Uh, Cheetos or whatever people eat on road trips, right? Mm -hmm. And then the the fourth question is, um, let's see. I said, "Who are you here with? What are you guys doing after this? Um, What are you did What are you doing tomorrow? Did I say that? No,
0: you said where are you staying?
2: Where are you staying? Okay, so what are you guys doing tomorrow? What are you guys, girl? Uh, What are you girls doing tomorrow? Mm. So if she says have a day off, then you know you're good. Um, if she says like I work early in the morning, like six a.m., I don't plan on staying that much longer either. You have to move really quick and be like, hey, I, you know, I have a really nice car, you know, I got a truck or <laughs> I got a van. I get a nice
0: oh, you <laughs> want to see my car? Mm. Or,
2: or, um, or like you got to just like move on to like the next group of people. Um, so there's also like building attraction, which comes down to, like, breaking rapport, which is, like, just cracking a joke, you know? If you asked me what I do for work, and I said, oh, I'm a cigarette lighter repairman, it'll get you to laugh, yeah. maybe.
0: <laughs> you do it with the arm, too, like that? <laughs> that like <laughs> uh, but
2: if, if you, like, um, if you, like, crack a joke twice, then it's kind of like, okay, this guy's just, you know... Uh <laughs> guy's like full of shit now. I don't. Yes. I don't trust him. Yes. So, like, two. We call it breaking rapport. Like rapport is building a connection with someone. That's the psychology term is rapport.
0: Okay.
1: And then
2: breaking rapport is just like setting yourself apart from someone else. Mm. So if you break rapport twice, it just severs it. It just kills the whole interaction. You just lose trust. Okay. Um,
0: and then it's over.
2: So, if you asked me, like, what do I do for a living? And I said, I'm a cigarette lighter repairman. No, and come you... on,
0: what do you really do?
2: What do you really do? Oh, I'm an ass model or whatever. <laughs> like...
0: You know, I feel like that might work on me. Though. <laughs> it would work on me, too. <laughs> but to be honest, I don't know if I'll get to let you sleep with me. I feel like I'd have a conversation with you, but I don't a long, know. A long
2: conversation. But I
0: don't know if it would, like, it would go further. Then you're...
2: Then you're just like a circus monkey, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just like, yeah, we'll talk to you, but you're not
0: going to get anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, that's very true. I feel a little bit um, nervous, you know what, Drew? Because I feel like we're giving all of these guys too much information. Too much much information. We were supposed to flip it back on them. I feel like they're going to flip it on us somehow. (laughs) I'm nervous. I'm really nervous to see what the guys, our listeners, are going to do with all this information. But I'm also excited. Yeah, ho- hopefully good things. Hopefully good things. Hopefully. <laughs> I- so I just have one more question. The, is the goal yeah. of a pickup artist to get, um, have a one-night stand?
2: Uh, the goal is up to the individual.
0: Okay. So,
2: and it, it's not just about the guy either. I mean, like, it, it's got to be, you know, move at the pace of what the girl's willing to Very do true. and what the guy's willing to do, you Very know? True. Like, some girls... Some girls, they don't like to have sex on the first date. Uh, some of them like to have sex on the 2nd
1: mm-hmm.
2: Sex on the second. Me, personally, uh, is I don't know if you saw the post that I made on Instagram, like, uh, was it like two days ago or something like that? Like, I fuck on the first date? Yes. <laughs> right. I don't know if you read that, like the, the description of that, but I don't not have sex on the first date because I have a, I have a high sex drive, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, like I respect a woman that wouldn't want to have sex on the first date, but me, I'm looking for someone that wants to have sex on the first date. And I respect promiscuous women and people that fight against the, um, you know, society, what society tells them to do, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, it's, uh, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of guys, they, um, a lot of guys they want a a girlfriend and it's completely fine or if guys just want to be players that's that's also fine I just don't respect the heartbreakers that just go out there and deliberately try and like break hearts you know oh, Okay
0: okay yeah or, those, those are assholes or, Those are yeah, bug boys
2: Or or there's this new term is going around called bug uh bug catchers or bug chasers What's that? I never heard uh, It's it's like a brand new term called I think it's Bug Chasers, where, like, guys and girls, it's just like, they have this weird fetish where they're, like, seeking, like, trying to trade, like, STDs and stuff like that. Oh,
0: no. What? no we preach safe sex over here oh my god use condoms and get tested
1: uh, that that's sick
0: that sounds like oh they're trying to like commit suicide we're like we're gonna have fun while we're doing it trump's in office let's just go down <laughs> oh let's go no. Down. no that sounds crazy drew it's Dangerous. and yeah. i would take someone to court for that <laughs> <laughs> oh no But you know what? Thank you so much for sharing all these tips, giving us an insight to the life of a pickup artist. Yes. It was really interesting. Yes, this is so interesting. (laughs) I really felt like I learned so much.
2: Yeah, hopefully your listeners actually, you know, take something away from this. That'd be be awesome. I'm... Really excited to hear what kind of feedback you guys get from this.
0: Yes, yeah, so we'll definitely um, ask everyone to leave comments underneath the post um, about anything they learned. Like, name one thing you learned from Drew dating yes. everyone, okay? Just to see if you were listening. <laughs> but before we sign off, first of, first of all, we want to say thank you so much again. And let everyone know where they can find you and what you're working on. Mm-hmm.
2: So, I want to grow my Instagram, and it would be like if, if guys could just follow me, they can learn uh, how to just like you know daily tips. If they follow my Instagram at, at Drew Dating, um, also you know Twitter and YouTube, just Drew Dating, it's very simple D R E W D A T I N G, and uh, I'll be more than happy to help out anyone.
0: So, do you also take like DM requests and like advice? Yeah, and... awesome.
2: Of course, um, yeah. Uh, like I, will answer all my DMs as you know, as much as I can and as fast as I can. Um, I also have a uh, an ebook, um, like Seduction Secrets, uh, on. Teaching guys how to build a social circle, like starting if you don't have any friends and you actually want to, um, and if you actually want to, you know, be known in you know the city as the plug or the go-to person, uh, and also you know, have tons of women in your life, whether if it's like just female friends or just uh, you know, being in open. Polyamorous person, Mm -hmm. the book is for you.
0: That's awesome. It's really awesome. Not going to give the link to any of (laughs) you. No, (laughs) none of you guys. Now I'm playing. Guys, if you need any advice, you heard Drew dating. He definitely has all the tea. And Drew, since you're the man, when we come out to Vegas, we're hitting you up. Absolutely. We want to go to the clubs. We're trying to throw some love.
2: I can get you into any nightclub uh, in any strip club. VIP? It'll be on me. VIP? Depends depends
0: on how we we dress. VIP?
2: It It depends depends on on how we're dressed. (laughs) It depends on the night as well because some nights when it's like crazy slammed, uh, it's a lot harder to get into. You know, like when we got like two chains at one of our clubs, it's just like it's almost impossible. Sometimes. Hard for me to get
0: it in, there, you know. <laughs> I totally get it, but thank you so so much. Hope you enjoy the sun. I'm still tight. The sun is still it's up. Still over there. out over there. <laughs> We're about to get ready for bed over here. <laughs> but no, thank you so we much again. And thank you so much to our listeners for listening to another episode of the Unwifable podcast. We will see you next week. Bye, guys.